Good morning, y'all. Hey, man, this is Kathy Brooks for LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And we are about to go live in a few short minutes. Well, actually, we're live, but the show is about to start in a few short minutes. But I just wanted to um, come on uh, a few minutes early just to see how everybody doing. Check you out. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So, uh, we're checking out, uh, for some of you folks in Mob Crush and whatnot, uh, we got that going. And so, we, uh, I'm just checking to see if we got any new folks up in here. Amen. Amen, amen. Hopefully I didn't mess that up. I put some up on Twitter saying that we're coming up on Anchor in a few minutes. <clears throat> and I was trying to do something and I accidentally hit record. And it came on too soon. So I just said, well, let me just go ahead and finish that. So if you saw that, that's true. That's me. Um, that's definitely me. And, uh, apologize for my hoarseness. I haven't really had my water this morning. I've not had my water. Good Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Glory to God. God is good all the time. All the time God is good. Praises be unto the Lord. Amen, amen. All right, y'all. All right, so we're on the radio. Amen. Glory to God. We are here. So we're live on the radio now. We're just waiting for the show to start in a few short minutes. Uh, this is Kathy Brocks for LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. Amen, amen, amen. All right, so uh, we're here, and... Uh, we are about we're about to start in a hot sack. We're about to start, so Amen, amen. Like I said, I just wanted to come on and see um how y'all doing? What's up? What's going on with you and everything? Um and uh, what did you guys do yesterday? Yesterday was uh, Monday. And so today is Tuesday, October 27th, 2021. And uh, so I'm giving the dates um, because uh, I want people to, to know what day it is. <laughs> I can always edit the date out and whatnot and do whatever I'm going to do. Um, but I, I always want people to know 
what time it is, what day it is, so that you are never confused. That's one of the questions they ask when they want to determine whether or not somebody's out of their mind. Do you know what day it is? Who's the president of the United States? Who's the vice president? Who's your mom? Who's your dad? What's your name? And you're like, man, a lot of questions. Not personal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so um, I just like people to know what day it is. Because sometimes you can work so much. Or you be doing so much on a project. And you just go from day to day. And you just forget what day it is. There's like, uh, like during the, um, during the COVID and 2020, I had to make sure I purposely looked at the date. I mean, we do that on a regular basis anyway, but I purposefully looked at the date to make sure what day it was because I didn't want to get lost in that because, um, people was all down and I'm like, be of good cheer. God is healing you. God wants to heal you. Believe it. Believe it. Because I believed it. And uh, <laughs> and so I'm like, don't be sad. You know, don't say you sick. You know, do what you got to do to get well. And I was just trying to uh, be of good cheer to people and let them know that God, you know, God is formed. And so I had to make sure because I was just going, I was just going, going, going and going. And I had to make sure that, um, I knew what day it was because you can go from day to day. If you're doing so much stuff, you just, you just forget. <laughs> you're like, what's today? And so I wake up every morning. Oh, today is Monday. Today is Tuesday. Today is Wednesday. Today is this day. <laughs> you know, look at the calendar. Amen. I've been through a, a couple of supernatural things when things did not seem right. I'm like, Jesus, what just happened? Like I was at church um, at this event, and uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I love you guys. You funny. And so let me see here. Let me just say good morning to the folks. Um, uh, I keep I always have these things on um on uh capitalization. All right. So good morning, everyone. All right, hopefully I spelled that right. And so, um, one guy wrote wrote in here some about Allah. <laughs> anyway, um, he keeps writing to me about his God Allah. I guess that's the Muslim faith. I went. I gonna say guess. I know that's the Muslim faith. <laughs> Let me see. When do we come? But oh, one and another guy is offering me to become famous by buying followers and viewers on one on his company. <laughs> I guess you can. That's one way to get famous. Because I mean, it's no different than advertising. Because um, when you advertise, you're saying, "Hey, I want you to get people to follow me to buy my product, to follow my product, and to buy it." And tell other people about it, about it. And so you basically paying advertisers do the, to do the same thing that this guy is doing. So, I mean, we'll just go ahead and give you a plug, bigfollows.com. That's what he's doing. He's selling, uh, he's selling, you know, followers. He's advertising. He wants you to advertise with him. 
Um, well, that's kind of like what we do here. Uh, I know I probably should not say these people's names because they ain't paid me. Oh. And it's about that time, y'all. It's 9.02. So good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to you, you, and you. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. I'm absolutely ecstatic that you are here. And I forgot that this thing turns backwards. Oh, oh, okay. So once I start, I can't like undo it. I apologize. When y'all see this video, it's going to seem like it's upside down. Because I got the thing turned sideways. <laughs> it's easier for me to see. But I, anyway, um, so you have to turn your phone the opposite direction. <laughs> I think... <laughs> good morning good morning so we are here um jesus loves you beloved amen and so do i so i'm gonna open up with prayer heavenly father we just thank you lord god for this day we thank you lord god for being with us we thank you lord god for your peace uh for our peace and for our strength which comes through you we thank you lord god for loving us with all our heart with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind with all your strength we thank you, Lord God, for giving us your peace. Amen, amen. We thank you, Lord God, for your strength. Lord God, lead me in the way to go. Help me to be a blessing to others. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, so it looks like the one person I had following me is gone, but that's okay. They probably took a phone call. I really could care less about the numbers. Uh, people do listen to the show after the show is over. Um, I probably should do the show a little bit later in the day because at 9 in the morning, uh, folks are going to their meetings and whatnot, and they got other things to do. So I understand that. People are in school. And so that's why we have reruns. So <laughs> that's why you can listen to the show uh, on a radio station as well as uh, on the podcast, on the website, in different places like that. And to you guys that are telling me that your God is the real God and that Jesus is not, well, I can appreciate you having your faith for what you want to believe. Um, I'm believing in Jesus. And so to come on my website or come on my broadcast and start telling me that Jesus is not real and that your God is the only God, um, well, Jesus said that there will be many that will come saying that they are the Jesus and that they are Jesus. They will come in his name. But he said to be aware of y'all. So I'm being aware of you. <laughs> Look, man, you are welcome to listen to the program or whatnot. But don't don't be coming on my site, on my page or any of my uh, broadcasts or uh, media content uh, harassing people. Don't come, you know, trying to harass me and send things like stop, shut up, stop talking and all this other garbage. Don't listen. Turn off. Don't don't be harassing the people that are listening. People have freedom of speech and they have, and they have, the, they have the freedom of hearing, too. They can watch what they want to watch, listen to what they want to listen to, support who they want to support. You are sowing bad seeds for yourself, so get up off my page. If If you don't want to listen and learn, then don't. But don't be harassing other people. And don't be harassing me. Push on, as we used to say back in the day. Push on. 
All right. Jesus loves you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we're going to go ahead and put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Amen. Go with me to the book of Luke. Luke. The book of Luke. So Luke is um it's a uh, Luke twenty four forty five. Try not to hit my thing here. All right, so we're at Luke twenty four forty five. It says, "Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures." Ephesians chapter six verse ten through seventeen. I just realized I accidentally put up. So, hold on one second, because um, I like to do it in the King James Version. This is a little bit shorter. There we go. So, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Uh, verse 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly, to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Go with me to Numbers chapter 6. Numbers chapter 6 verse 24. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. <clears throat> Psalms 91. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid, pardon me, for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the uh, pestilence that walketh in darkness. Pardon me. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee. There shall no evil befall thee, and neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. 
because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of thy children in righteousness thou shalt be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression for thou shalt not fear and from terror for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall, sh they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. That is the whole armor of God. All right, I have a couple questions, which I'm 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 asking God about. Um, you're listening to LUTradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Um, and so uh, anyway, one of the things I was uh, wondering about, um, and which we're gonna actually this, so, um, don't forget. I first sure want to say support LUTradio become a sponsor. I buy the products. It's on uh, the shop. LUTGradio.com forward slash shop. Amen. My name is Kathy Brooks and this is the LUTG Radio Show. Okay, so uh, yesterday on uh, Joy Reid, I'll be watching the Joy Reid show. It's uh, called Read, uh, Read, uh, Read Out. The Read Out. Uh, R-E-I-D-O-U-T. And yesterday she was talking about something that uh, folks have been talking about since like 2013, 2015. Um, and it has to do with uh, Christian schools um, requiring uh, NDAs or a strict way of living uh, for the students. <laughs> and I found it funny. And this is the reason why I found it funny. Not her report, because her report was talking about um, some uh, women that had gotten raped. And uh, in the report, they had uh, gotten raped and they were uh, discouraged from telling. And when they finally did, uh, they would supposedly discourage from, you know, taking it any further, saying that I guess some about the school would handle it or whatnot and that the men would be reprimanded or something. Um, I'm just giving you a gist of summary. So anyway, so um, the whole gist of the story is that some women were assaulted and the men seemed to have gotten off scot-free or something. Um, they didn't really go to like real jail. They didn't go to like prison, like the federal prison or state prison or something like that. As far as I know, I don't know. I didn't see the whole story. So they just begin in the story. So we'll just tune in and see. Um, but the story is an old story. It's, it's in the Bible. It's everywhere. And so, um, and, uh, so the, my whole, my, my whole questioning uh, this is that they have these people sign these non-disclosure agreements and NDA. And so when people sign an NDA that says that they, they will strict the, they'll stick to the rules that whatever happens in this house stays in this house. Like you hear the slogan, 
for Vegas. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And so that's not actually a, you're not signing a statement, but you, when you, when you see that commercial and you get there and you, it's like you are agreeing, going to Vegas is an agreement of going to those hotels that have that commercial is an agreement saying that, look, whatever you do, this is just wash, whatever, whatever happens, happens. And it's a wash. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. All right. Just gone home. You had your good time. Yada, yada, whatever. Not a good time. Yada, yada, whatever. All right. What happens, happens and nothing. You ain't reporting nothing. All right. And so, <laughs> and that same thing you have on the streets is like, okay, well, look, the streets going to handle the streets. Whatever happens, happens. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry about it. What happens, happens. I realize that I keep changing my tone when I do that. <laughs> you know how when you get mad, upset about something, your whole demeanor changes, including your vocals. It's like, oh, man, it's on. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so anyway... Uh, I'm not making light of the story because to get raped is a terrible thing. And, um, they had, uh, one of the stories is on a, uh, a young man, uh, who's a homosexual got raped too. And the guy described, I'm just, I'm just giving you summaries now. Uh, uh, the readout report described the man as saying, well, um, the person that assaulted him raped him because he was gay. And so that's to teach him a lesson. I tell you this, <laughs> that dude gay. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no heterosexual going to go, Oh, I'm going to go put my penis in another man to make him know that it's not right to be gay. Nah, he's suffering with a spirit of perversion himself. And he's using that dude as an excuse to get his rocks off. So, uh-uh, you don't get a pass for that. Nah, any of you dudes out there doing that, you don't get a pass for that. You gay. It's a, it's a spirit of perversion. Stop tripping. It is a spirit of perversion. Now, if you want to get delivered from that spirit of perversion, that's a whole nother thing. That's in the book of Galatians. Hey, any church will help you with that. We will pray with you. Amen. And you deliver it, but you gotta, you gotta know that that's what you want. You know what I'm saying? You gotta believe that. That's just like when you cut your finger, you believe that your finger going to heal in about three days. It's going to scab up and well, it should, the bleeding should stop in three minutes or less. And so you believe that your body will take care of that and it's going to heal itself. Just like you believe a cut to be healed on your finger. You got to believe that when you pray for deliverance from a spirit of perversion, boom, baby, it's done. And so that means you got to go your way and sin no more. So don't go back into that thing when, when temptation comes again, be like, ah, don't you remember how those things felt, how that chocolate milk rolling down your throat chocolate milk boom, 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 boom. it could be sex chocolate milk food cake chocolate cake smoothies if you ever had one you'll never forget it now if you have three or four of those in one day your stomach will never forget it your colon will never forget that chocolate cake in the moment you look at a chocolate cake shake your stomach will go no <laughs> what i'm saying is 
Okay, so they had this program on that. And so Readout is talking about how these people are signing these NDAs about um going and going into these Christian schools and how um um uh the guy that was running a school, I guess he was a president or something, he got fired. And uh because he had asked him, Hey, won't you just go ahead and look into these allegations that people are talking about so we can squash this and get things set right so people feel comfortable coming to school, mainly the women. And so they're like, nah, you out of here. But then they say, well, he got fired for some other reason. He didn't get fired for that. He didn't get fired for telling us to look into this. We got this, blah, blah, blah. All right. So again, summary. All right. So my question to the schools is, this is my question to every Christian school. And And the funny thing is, the same thing that's in the Christian schools is also in the non-Christian schools. But my question, okay, my question to you is Christian schools, why do you need an NDA when you got a Bible? A non-disclosure statement. Why do you need a non-disclosure statement when you have a Bible, when you have the Word of God that is not only in this book, but it's on the inside of you? Why do you need a non-disclosure statement? See, the, the, the secular schools, They'll say things like, we'll handle this. We have on-campus police to handle every situation. When we feel like a situation is criminal and in need of outside law enforcement, then we will do that. But the purpose of the on-campus police is to uh, prevent bad publicity so that it does not get out to the general public so that they their enrollment will not go down. That's the purpose of the police is to keep people safe. Because when I was in school, is to keep people safe, but at the same time to protect the integrity and the atmosphere of the school so that students won't be afraid and mothers won't be afraid to send their daughters and sons to that school. It's just like any other place, any community, any city, any job. You don't want a bunch of reports saying, hey, this, this place got robbed 15 times last week. Ain't nobody going to want to come work there. Ain't nobody going to want to come work there. Nobody. You get a gun in your face every five minutes. Ain't nobody going to want to come work there. Nobody. You're going to be hard pressed to find anybody to come work there. Except for maybe the one that's robbing the place. <laughs> so, <laughs> Why do you need an NDA if you got the Bible? Now, here's part of the problem. And people don't want me talking about this. That's okay, though. This is a Christian program. I ain't trying to know everything about everything that's going on over there. I read a, I read a few articles and read some of the responses and the things that people are doing. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not really trying to have an opinion on it. I'm just asking questions. Christian schools, why do you need an NDA if you got the Bible? See, when we look at... I should probably write a book. I know. I can write a book about it. Cool. I'll write a book about it. Doesn't even matter. But my question is still here because it's going to take time for a book to come out. I ain't even promised to write a book. It would be great to write a book about it. But here's one that's already written. Here's a Bible. Here's a book that's already written. My question is, why do you need an NDA if you have a Bible? Because when you when you have people sign NDAs, non-disclosure statements, you're telling them, don't tell what happens. And so 
Who does God use? When, when you pray to God, what does he do? He answers your prayer, right? But he answers your prayer through the word and he answers your prayer through people. And so when you tell them to sign a non-disclosure statement, you're telling them, don't talk to God about this. And don't talk to God. When you say don't talk to people outside, don't, don't tell nobody what happened. Don't tell a person and don't tell God. Those two interact, must interact. Us and the Father, us and Jesus must interact. So if we got to keep our mouth shut, that means we can't tell God. Why? Because God is going to tell somebody to move on your behalf. And so if you can't, if you can't have nobody to move on your behalf, you can't talk to God. Because the moment you do, he's moving on your behalf. So if you can't say justice, Jesus, justice, and you can't go to your neighbor, you can't go tell your mama because your mama don't live on campus. Your daddy don't live on campus. You can't tell mama and daddy what happened because you signed an NDA. You 18 years old, you signed an NDA. They 18, they signed an NDA. They can't tell what happened. You can't tell mama, you can't tell daddy. You can only tell the people in authority over the school. That's all you can tell. And then they like, I really, um, why don't you just keep your mouth shut? Forgive. Well, he was being tempted. Forgive him. But you like, well, wait a minute. I was saving myself for marriage. Now I won't have that intimacy with my husband because he took it. We can flip it. A guy can say, these women accosted me. They held me down and forced me to have sex with them. That actually does happen. Now, I won't have that intimacy because it's it's not just a physical thing, but it's an emotional intimacy. And so you have both men, both female and male who want to wait till marriage. But if they are accosted by somebody and they sign an NDA saying that they cannot say anything, they have to keep it within themselves. Lock it shut. Lock it down. They got to lock it down. Cry to themselves. Lock it down. Because essentially that's what it feels like. When you tell somebody you signed the NDA and whatever happens here happens here, it don't go no, no place. Don't tell nobody. Don't say nothing. Because that's an NDA. That's the, that's the, that is the heart of an NDA. Shut your mouth. Don't say nothing. It don't go outside of you. You can't even talk to the person. You can't even go and ask the person that did that to come forward because you signed an NDA to shut your mouth. Non-disclosure statement. Non-disclosure agreement is shut your mouth. That's what it is. Shut your mouth. Don't say nothing. 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 Like your throat is cut. Nothing. That's an NDA. And when, when people do that, when they sign those NDAs for schools, whether it's a public school, private school, whether it's a Christian school or non-Christian school, you are taking away their birthright. I'm only, I can only, I'm speaking specifically to, about Christian schools, but you're, you're taking away their birthright and their birthright is their salvation rights. What Jesus paid for on the cross. 
They have a birthright with their family to be able to tell, to be able to express what's going on in their life with their family, with their mama, their daddy, their brothers, their sisters. But they also have a birthright with the Father, Jehovah God, Jesus. They are saved. We are saved in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, the sacrifices that he paid on the cross, defeating death, hell, and the grave. And so when they sign that NDA, you're telling them that they can't tell Jesus all about it. They're in a Christian school and they can't pray the Father in the name of Jesus. Matthew 6, verse 9 and 10, our Father. When you pray, pray this way. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly father forgive you. If you don't let them tell what happened to them and yet you expect them to forgive, you're wrong. Because the same way that you expect them to forgive for telling, you need to forgive them for telling, for violating your NDA. You need to release them from that NDA and let them speak the truth. Because the seeds that you are sowing now will go into those that are coming up. It'll go to those that are coming up. You need to have faith. Either we're going to walk with God or we are not. You can't have it both ways. You can't have one foot in Satanism in this world and one foot in God. Because a little leaven spoils the whole loaf, doesn't it? It's one thing to not know. And it's a whole nother to know and just do it anyway and not care. Every man, every adult male, every man of age and of understanding knows that it is wrong to rape. A seven-year-old knows that it's wrong to rape. A 10-year-old knows that it's wrong to rape. A 12-year-old knows that it's wrong to wait to rape. A 16-year-old knows that it's wrong to rape. And if a 16-year-old child was almost an adult, knows that it is wrong to rape, why are you giving leniency? To full-grown adults going around raping women and telling the women and the men that are being raped, don't tell anybody. Let's go beyond, let's go, let's let's step away from rape. Let's say somebody, a man went and punched a woman in the face. It could be his wife, his girlfriend, or a stranger. What do you do? You get upset and you ready to, to kick him out. But you won't, you won't. What will you do when he rapes that woman? Tell her to be quiet. A black guy cannot be quiet. No matter how much makeup you put on it, when you black somebody's eye, it ain't going to be quiet. It ain't going to be like, yo, ain't nothing here, ain't nothing here, ain't nothing here, ain't, ain't, ain't nothing here. Um, uh, uh, no, it's going to be black until the color, until it heals. You can't tell a black eye to shut up. You can't tell a, a bruised face to shut up. It's going to stay bruised until it heals. Those people that signed those NDAs, 
and that got hurt or afraid, their hearts are hurting. And they're crying out for justice. You remember the blood of, of Abel that fell to the ground and it was crying out to the father? That's how God knew Abel was dead because his blood was crying out. It's like, what did you do? Cain, what did you do? Cain, what did you do? So we got to ask ourselves, why do we need an NDA when we got the Bible? It's a Christian-based organization. Why do you need an NDA when you got the Bible? They can't, oh, so we should, we should substitute? No, you should follow the word. Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. you like, what? there's slavery in the Bible. No. God is not, he's not approving of slavery. He's talking because it's, it's there and it exists. He's not telling you to go become a slave. He's not telling you to go make slaves. He's telling you, hey, it exists, but this is what we're going to, we're going to thrive while we in this and we getting out of this. Did he not move his people out of Egypt? He did. But they couldn't let go of that poverty spirit. He was bringing them into a new thing. God is always moving on your behalf to do new things for you, to get you out of the bad place. Come out of Egypt. Christian schools, come out of Egypt. That spirit of Egypt that makes you feel like you got to be a slave to this world. You ain't got to be a slave to sin. Don't be a slave to sin. Jesus paid the price already so that you don't have to. Jesus paid the price. You ain't got to be no slave to sin. Say no. When you feel that temptation coming on and you know it when you see it, you know it when you smell it, you know it when you hear it. Rebuke it, said the Lord rebuke thee. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations and every high thing that's also itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and have it in readiness to revenge his obedience with your obedience. Second Corinthians 10, 4 through 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Matthew 6, 9 and 10 says that Jesus. The Lord already healed the whole world. There is no sickness in heaven. There is no sin. and that, that There is no perversion and sin in heaven. If a homosexual man makes it to heaven, he will not be homosexual when he gets there. Because it's a spirit of perversion on him. He will be delivered and set free. Ain't no man-to-man action in heaven. You have the full image of God. You're like, oh, Kathy, you denouncing homosexuality. Uh-uh. I'm promoting that man. That's what I'm promoting. I'm rebuking that spirit of perversion and promoting that man. Just like I rebuke that spirit of perversion on heterosexuals. You think If you think those two spirits are different, I should say it's a one spirit, spirit of perversion. If you think the spirit is different from a heterosexual that is promiscuous and a man that is a homosexual, you're wrong. Even though one is one is called an abomination, homosexuality is called an abomination because it's an unnatural act. It is an abomination because it goes against God. But so is 
but it is a spirit of perversion. That same spirit of perversion is on heterosexual men that feel like they're insatiable, that they can't get enough, that their wife, their one wife is not enough. It's a spirit of perversion. You only need one woman. The world is already populated. You're like, well, I got to have multiple, I got to have multiple wives because I got to make more and more babies. Okay. You got to make more and more babies, but don't sit up there. Jesus already provided a way for us. God said, go, he said, multiply, multiply, replenish. That's been done already. It's been done already. Through Jesus, you only need one wife, one of them. And for you to go out and have all these women, and they ain't, you ain't married to but one. You're only married to one. It's a spirit of perversion. You know, Kathy, well, you're going by the laws of the land. True. But I'm also going by the Bible. Paul said, you only need one. It wasn't his opinion. He got inspiration from the Holy Spirit. You only need one. You only need one. That's your personal business. If you want to have 50 wives, I ain't going to stop you. I'm not going to be one of them, but I'm not going to stop you. But when, when you don't take time to just dedicate yourself to one, you separate yourself into all those different people. If you're willing to have another God, and Jesus, God is not special to you. He's just something to do. If you need an NDA, you just want something to do. And you just trying, you just making money off of this. You're supposed to be faithful to God. You're supposed to be have faith. Christian schools are supposed to live in a just, upright way. And it's okay to say, hey, don't have premarital sex. The same thing that is said in Christian schools is saying it is said in non-Christian schools. How do you know? Why are there separate dorms? If they don't care whether or not you have sex and making babies, why do they have separate dorms? Why? Because they want those girls to finish and these men to finish their education without having the responsibility of taking care of another person because that is quite expensive. And you are quite distracted when you're doing it. It's hard to focus on school. It's hard to be a little bit selfish. And to actually focusing on school is not being selfish. It's the right thing to do. Focusing on, on you and your education. It helps you to be a blessing to children when you have them. Trying to go to school and raise children and, and work a full-time job is exhausting. Anybody that's doing it would tell you it is exhausting. Schools have separate dorms. And even those that have co-mingled dorms, they have separate rooms. And anytime you find somebody, they, if you find a group of people where there's a man and a woman in the same room, unrelated, not brothers and sisters, not uh, consensual, either they're going to end up having sex or somebody's going to leave. Or they decided, hey, I don't care for opposite sex and sleeping in the same room with me. Just don't bother me. But what happens if they do? Somebody going to leave school because they don't want pregnant women walking around the school if you unmarried. I don't care how 
liberal you are, it sends the wrong message. That's not the message they want. It sends the wrong message. Ask any one of them. Well, we prefer that, you know, if you're pregnant, go ahead and have a baby and then come back after you have the baby. They said it in high school, in my high school and every high school around in Chicago, go have a baby and then come back. They said it when I was in college, there was women in my school pregnant, got pregnant in school because they were <laughs> having sex while they were going to school. And the school told the school, she said, well, they said in, in certain terms, go have the baby, then come back. She couldn't come back. The only thing she could do is come and show us her baby. Baby was quite beautiful, but she, she had to now work and try and go to school. But the baby came first. When you have a baby, the baby comes first, not you. The baby comes first. If you are at a Christian school and you feeling like you tempted and you want sex and you feeling, if you young, your hormones are on, they own, they turned on, they are on, but you got to get in control of them, of them, read your Bible, pray, ask God, talk to God, take actions to make sure that you don't succumb, take an opportunity to fall. Because sex is for marriage. That's just the, that's the end all of it. It's for marriage because it's supposed to make babies. It's supposed to be pleasurable too, but in that pleasure, baby's going to come. You don't need an NDA. You need the Bible. You need the Bible. And don't go around hurting people because you want sex. If you want sex, tell God what you want and tell him what kind of spouse you want. Start writing it down. Tell to Ask the Holy Spirit to satisfy you so that you can hold out. Keep your mind on something else. Change your thoughts. Put other things before your, before your eyes and in your ears. Read the word every day. You don't need an NDA to say no. You need the word of God. You need to say yes to Jesus. That's what you need. Why are you in a Christian school anyway? Is all If all you want to do is have sex, you can go to any school. You ain't even got to go to school. If all you want to do is have sex, you want to have sex and read a book, you can have sex. You can buy a book from any, any, any library. You can get a book from a library. You can get a book from a retail store. Read all you want. Have all the sex you want. But then you just a backslidden Christian or a sinner who's never been saved. And will God still try and save you? Yes, he will. But if you keep telling him no, he'll give you over to your sins. You can do whatever you want to do. You're going to hell. So why are you hiding behind an NDA or a Christian school to say, well, look, I'm a Christian because I go to this school. Or I signed the NDA, so whatever I do, it don't matter. It's just like Vegas. What happens here stays here. No, you need the Bible. You need the word. You need the word. That's what you need. The word. And in the word, you need to take steps to take the right actions so you don't hurt other people. And so you don't hurt yourself. I know I sound like I'm like, like I'm preaching, like I'm talking. I ain't trying to talk down to you. I'm trying to get you to make right decisions, no matter who you are, whether you are young or old. 
an old dirty dude. I shouldn't call him dirty, but he was oh he was older than twenty five. Remember her? There was this lady that was a sports uh uh anchor, and she was in a hotel room in her own hotel room. This dude came and went, looked through the peephole, and evidently was taking pictures of this lady, and somehow spread them out everywhere. That is wrong. That is wrong. Was there an NDA for that? No, there wasn't an NDA for that. But it was there was a common decency and common courtesy. How does she know that somebody would look through a peephole to take pictures of her getting ready to go to work? No person expects that, but yet it happened. Why? Because one didn't heed the word. Two, did not heed the heed the word of God rising up on the inside of him saying, don't do that. Didn't heed the instructions of his parents that gave him, hey, treat people the way you want to be treated. Don't do that. See, just like we, you know right from wrong. And that right from wrong is the instructions that your parents gave you, instructions that you got from church, instructions that you got from school, instructions that you got from your community. Right is right and wrong is wrong. That stuff you don't do. We know right from wrong. We're trained up in it our whole lives, right from wrong. You don't need an NDA to tell you that hurting other people is wrong. You already know it's wrong. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? You're going to be a man and stand up and stand up straight and be somebody that people can look up to be somebody that's encouraging, that is doing the right thing, or you gonna fall down and be like a snake in the grass. You got to choose. What is your image? What's your image? It should be Jesus. That's the word of God. We're made in the image of the Lord God most high. Whose image are you choosing? That's what you got to figure out. Whose image am I choosing? Figure it out. Because you're running out of time. Men, you're the heads of the household. You're running out of time. You are running out of time. You're running out of time. You're running out of time. You're running out of time. I've told y'all before, I've had dreams about y'all going to hell. And they getting you at the enemy is getting you at young ages. And some of you as adults. And you don't make it past 40 or 50. You're dying, young. You running out of time. You're running out of time. And you're leaving your families without a headship. As strong as a woman is, she is not the head. As strong as she is, as powerful as she is. See, she is a helpmate to leadership. You are leaving your wife, your wife-to-be. You are leaving, leaving her without headship because either you are going to jail or you're going to hell. But either way, she is left alone to now be two people to her family. She got to be a mama and a daddy because you wouldn't heed the word of God you wouldn't listen to God. You would listen to that small, still voice on the inside. And you wouldn't heed the instructions of your parents. The ones that told you, don't be going around hurting people. 
You can defend yourself, but don't go around hurting people. If they ain't do nothing to you, don't do nothing to them. Those are simple instructions. That's just common sense. I'm asking you to trust Jesus. Give God your life. Let him know that you want to be saved and you want to be forgiven and you want to live in forgiveness. You want to stay forgiven. You want to be a blessing and not a curse. In John 3, 16 and 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I'm not talking about anything that ain't been talked about before. Men, you can do this. We got faith in you. If women did not have faith in men, they would not seek a husband. At all. None. Why? They can go to a sperm bank and get make a baby. If they did not trust and believe that you could be a leader... They wouldn't, they would discourage you, but women trust you and believe that you can be a man of excellence, that you can be like Jesus. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to repeat this prayer after me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. <clears throat> Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus. And share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues. For the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com. Learn how to be a man of standard. Read the Bible. Start off with the book of John. Chapter 1. Take authority over your life. Rebuke perversion. Rebuke sickness. Because you, God has delivered you from all that. And now that you've been delivered from all that, now you got to take actions like he told that woman. You have been forgiven. Go your way and sin no more. He said, make right choices. When that temptation comes at you, say no. Make right choices. Take authority over any sickness that you may be feeling in your body. 
and say, I command my sickness, I rebuke you, and I command my body to be healed now. Body, heal yourself now. Speak to your accounts. Take the 10-week foundation course. Amen. And ask God for a church to go to. Psalms 145 through 150 are worship psalms. I want you to take today and read all five of them. 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, Okay, six. Read all of them. Read all of them from 145 to 150. Read all of them. Read every one of them. Read all of them. And keep reading it. Every day, read all of them. God will be in the midst of your praise. Reading the Psalms is like praising God. He'll be in the midst of your praise and in your worship. Read it every day. You have any kind of sexual trouble, food trouble, where you have any sort of addictions, read those Psalms. Read them every day. Read them every day, Lord God. I thank you for helping me to make right choices. Amen. And don't doubt God. Don't speak against what he's doing for you. Don't speak against what you believe in God for. Say, I am healed. Amen. Jesus loves you, beloved. And so do I. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Don't forget, become a sponsor if you're able. Share the link. LUTGradio.com.